Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! What's going on? It's been a hell of a day, and it's only 10 o'clock in the morning. Not even 10 (laughs) o'clock in the morning. I'm spent. (laughs) We we have a brand new radio show starting today. If you are in London or basically anywhere in southwestern Ontario, that's a great signal. As far as I know, you can get it out to Chatham and Sarnia and so on and so forth. You can now listen to us on 103.1 Fresh Radio, 103.1 FM. The Scott and Cat Show is now a drive-home show in London. I'm so excited to be in London. It's awesome. So uh, thank you for your notes of support and and well wishes when we announced this late last week on Friday. Uh, It kind of like blew up a little bit. I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast from London are pretty excited about it. And so are we, just so you know. Yeah, we love taking on new markets and new stations. We care about all of them. Like they're one of our babies and Mm -hmm. and we will... We have a lot of babies now. We do. And we will super serve you, London, every afternoon, three till six o'clock. I'm really looking forward to it. So on to today's After Nine, we'll start by a little recap from the weekend. Before the weekend, Kat said... I'm going to see Ice Cube. And she did it. I half thought you might back out at the last minute or say, "Ah, you know what, I'll go, but I'm going to leave at nine because I got to get up at two in the morning. Or (laughs) Leave at nine. He (laughs) didn't even go on stage until after nine. I'm amazed that he was on at nine. I thought it's a club. They're going to put this guy on at 11 o'clock and cruise right into last call. Okay, so and to be honest, I'll be honest, I was nervous about that. I was nervous about stage time. What time does Ice Cube go on? And Scott, I feel like if it was... Well, I know for certain. If it was late 90s or early 2000s, Cube was not even hitting the stage till 11. But then I thought about it. And I'm like, he's 53. Mm-hmm. He probably wants to go to bed at a decent hour, just the same as the people who watch him. He wants to wake up and- with a sensible <laughs> breakfast. He wants to have a balanced diet. And he wants to be off stage by 11. And certainly, and sure enough, it was not bad at all. For me, it was like, it's close to home. Great. It's not like it's in, not like I have to worry about parking downtown Toronto, for example, right? It's not, so I had to, I, I had to suck all that up. Like it's going to be a late night for a quote unquote school night for myself. Yes, but not that bad. So he hit the stage just after nine and it was fantastic. It, he, he started off with his own music kind of in between NWA and, and the, the, you can do it, put your back into it cube. So like in between there, great, awesome. And then he did a little NWA, which is good, because sometimes people still wonder, like, because oh, it ended bad, do you still perform the songs? Yeah, he fucking did. Does he still do, straight, like, Fuck the Police and stuff straight like that? Out of, he didn't do Fuck the Police. He did Straight Outta Compton. Okay, all right. Uh, there, were de- there were messages about Fuck the Police in there, for sure. Um, but yeah, he just. Well, he's never met our police, though. I feel like our police here are a lot different. I feel like there might not even have been a fuck the police if it was done in Canada. Yeah, I'm, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it was out of respect. But he, and, and I truly believe in, you know, artists come to Canada and they say, I'm happy to be in Canada. And I'm, you're like, yeah, bullshit. You just like the money. 
I, I truly felt like when he was saying, like, I'm glad to be in Canada, he truly meant it because it's been years since he was in Canada. The last time he came was 2020, and he knew exactly when he came. He's like, came here, it was 2020, um, and at the time, I guess it must have been pretty pretty early 2020 uh, when he came because COVID was here in March, right? Oh, yeah. So he must have played a sh- Why does he come here in the winter time? What is he fucking thinking? But anyway, so he... He played like an interesting little trek of Ontario, by the way, because you maybe you're listening and you saw him at Rama. That's great. Casino Rama has great acts. They they have great shows there. It's a good spot. So he played Rama on Friday. Don't hate that. That's great. And that's when I found out that he didn't hit the stage too late. And I was like, great. But it's a, it was at a club that I was at last night. So I didn't know what that meant. I'm, th- I'm thinking, well, Rama is one thing. Maybe if it's because it's a nightclub, it's different. And then he played Sudbury on Saturday. Rama, Sudbury, Sudbury, Kitchener. Yeah, Sudbury's a weird one. I've been to Sudbury many times because for a couple of years, my daughter went to university there. And I'll tell you, there is not a lot going on in Sudbury. An Ice Cube concert would be like if if NSYNC had a reunion show in Toronto. That's how <laughs> much people were go- would be going nuts in Sudbury yeah. for Ice Cube. He said, by the way, they were. He said that they were pretty crazy. Um, even the opening acts that he had there, he had a couple of like up-and-coming acts and stuff. One was from Virginia that I re- recall, and a couple of Canadian acts as well. Uh, but he was saying that they were insane there. But I got to say, we had a pretty rowdy crowd, too, in Kitchener. One chick was taking her top off, and Ice Cube was like, okay, well, <laughs> there it is right in front of me. Um, yeah, it was re- yeah, It was just really good. It was really well done. It wrapped up just after 11, and I was home snug as a bug in a rug by 11.30. Look at you. Fast asleep. So it wasn't that bad. Oh, and I was drinking water all night, too, which probably helps. We were hydrating. <laughs> like, ah. What people are taking. Oh, well, I got invited back to a studio, though. Really? Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. It was great. So my friend, uh, my girlfriend, Mandy, was with me. She's a school teacher. She teaches great, too, right? So she's out late on a school night for herself, too. And... These guys were, were talking to were talking to her because I was I was kind of being that person. I wasn't really talking. But they were like, yeah, you know, did you like my buddy? He was one of the performers. She's like, yeah. Like, what are you doing after this? You want to head back to the studio? And that was the moment I felt uh, very old. I was like, I have to be up at four. And she's like, I teach. I teach. I'm a teacher. I teach grade two. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go home. Thank you for the invitation. Sir, to your studio after party. <laughs> what do you do there? I don't know. More drugs but, for you. Uh, yeah. I can't make it. <laughs> I have to get you know, in You're going to have to roof it yourself. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> did you want a drink? I'm having water. Just staying hydrated. <laughs> Just, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks, though. Appreciate the invitation. <laughs> How old would they have been? Were they like young uh, in their, like kids? I didn't in 20s. Yeah? They were definitely yeah. in their 20s. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, no, you're not you. here. No, we're going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you go play. Have fun, kids. Do you need some allowance? You should have really called him out. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, you should go home yourself. Your mother's probably wondering where you are. Sunday night, sir. You should go to bed. And by the way, how come like so many people just sort of fucking smoke inside venues and don't give a shit? It's weird, eh? You know, I mean, everybody knows you can't smoke indoors, but as soon as there's a concert, boom, lighters out. Well, in full disclosure, I was in like the media area, right? So I got into the media area. So all of the acts were there hanging out watching Ice Cube after they were performing. And the, I and nobody touched them. Like nobody gave a shit that people were smoking up. And so I was just worried because I'm like, oh, my hair is going to smell like smoke tomorrow because you're not fucking huff that right beside me. Like, honestly, 
go find a dirty corner to do that you're, in. You were in full-blown mom mode oh, yesterday. Totally. <laughs> like, my hair's going to smell like smoke. These guys are asking me to go to a studio. <laughs> I just want to hear, you can do it, put your back into it. I want to get low, regret it the next day. Get the fuck out. <laughs> also, can we turn it down? It's very loud in here. There should have been a section just for people like you. You watch it on monitors at a reasonable volume. You know what the cool part is, though? It was mainly, it was millennials and Gen X. I was looking around at people like keeping tabs on their kids and stuff. Like I was, a woman in front of me is like texting with someone and someone's texting photos of her kid. And I'm thinking like, this is my, this is my crowd. Yeah. Those are my people. I still love that fucking music. Fuck the police. Let's fucking go. And then I'm like, well, I hope I packed the kids lunch. Did I remember to do that? It's like a good mix right now. You know, that's my life. And all those people were my people. It was great. Huh. I, uh, I have kids that are a little bit older. So it's entirely possible that if I'd gone to that show, I could have run into my own children. You- and that's why <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Would your kids, that, that's the thing that impressed me is that when I did see the younger kids, I thought, do they know Ice Cube for his music? And that's great. I actually had some people DMing me when I shared some concert footage one one woman in particular is like my 16 year old couldn't go to the show because it's 19 plus, but he was so happy to see your footage. So thank you. Like he was excited. And I'm like, hang on a second. You got your 16 year old into Ice Cube. Good for you. That's how that's responsible parenting. Uh, right? When you introduce your kids to good music. Right. And I thought that is impressive. I'd like to see I'd like to think that more more of the younger people can maybe at least be introduced to it. And know. would your kids know Ice Cube? Uh, okay, so daughter, probably yes. Son, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's a country music fan. Oh, uh, okay. okay. You know, he uh, he loves that genre. My daughter is a little more in tune with my musical tastes, but, you know, there was a long time when I was doing, like, celebrity interviews and stuff, and I would drag her along. Mm-hmm. Like, she's met Ed Sheeran three times, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's into that scene, and I feel like she would know who Ice Cube is, but overall, I think most people just know him from the movies. I wouldn't let her go to the studio, by the way, in case no. you're wondering. I would not let her go I, back no. to the studio. I would have grabbed her and said, you come with me. Don't fucking talk to them. I'm sure, by the way, they could be listeners for all I know. Nice. I'm sure they're perfectly nice people. I'm sure they're great too. I was teasing earlier. Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> there's, <laughs> there is a lot of different things that we're going to get to in this episode of After Nine, including a replay of missed connections from this morning on our FM radio shows. I want to start with this. It's a fun one out of America. A woman is suing Walmart. For $3 million. And I could see how this would happen if it actually happened the way she says it happened. She got hit by that large conga line of shopping carts that the employees were grabbing from the parking lot, taken back into the store. Three million bucks is what she wants. Listen to this. When I came back to myself, I realized I had been hit. My legs were scarred up. My neck was hurting. My back was hurting. I had a lawyer during that time, but now I'm representing myself. In Walmart, we've been going to court, but they've been denying that this ever happened, and they're not Walmart. Well, I'm suing them for $3 million. I don't know what I'll be getting, but that's what I'm asking for. Hang on a second. Let me hear just the beginning of that again. When I came back to myself, I realized I had been hit. My- Did she pass out? Did it she get? Like she got knocked out, or it was just one of those moments when something happens to you that you're like, you're kind of in shock. Yeah. Right? Okay, so I actually know somebody right now who's suing Walmart. And they are really? they are so diabolical, cat, you wouldn't believe it. They are uh, this person, and it was totally legit. The whole thing was caught on camera. They were walking through, and they were in the cosmetics section. 
Well, I guess somebody had knocked over a bottle of shampoo and there was shampoo all over the floor. This woman, and she's an older lady, stepped in the shampoo and slid. And you can see her go whoop and bam right down on the floor. Oh, that would hurt. She broke a vertebrae in her back. Oh, my gosh. Three years ago. That's how much of a fight Walmart is putting up for something that was caught on video and and very, very, uh, this shouldn't even be a question. It should be an, uh, okay, cool, let's just figure out how much, not if this actually happened. So I do believe that woman when she says that she's not getting very far with Walmart. And in fairness, I'm sure there's a lot of people who do try and sue Walmart, yeah. and a lot of them are made up because they think, oh, fuck, easy Walmart money. Walmart has money. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's right. Look how much Tracy Morgan got. Okay, that was a totally different story, people. I'm just curious to know, did she actually get knocked out by a shopping cart or by that conga line of shopping carts? I I mean, okay, if someone's not paying attention to the one end, sometimes those snakes are long. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sometimes those cart snakes are really freaking long. And I wonder, if you're not paying attention, I could see how someone, you know, maybe it, it also isn't paying attention and walks right by it. I don't know. Like, I don't know how easy it is to, to do, but I figure that the people operating, even those snaky things, you know, they have like a metal thing that they collect all the carts with. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Totally. Like, it looks like a, I don't know, it looks like a tow, a tow truck for fucking. I, I believe it you makes it easier to push them. Like, they don't sure, actually have to push. Exactly. This does all the work. They just guide it. And that's great. Sometimes, like a snowblower. And sometimes they do go fast and they're, they are long. So I could see it happening. I actually could. And then if you go too far and you've already hit the person and you knock them over, I could see it being a bad situation. I don't know what safety things are in place for that. I wouldn't know. It doesn't sound like there's any safety in place. I've never (laughs) operated one. I'm not even sure if in this case there was one of those operating or if this was just a situation where maybe she shouldn't have been standing where she was. Like maybe she was trying to grab a cart and came out of nowhere. Shouldn't have been standing there. What are you doing, lady? She's lucky to be alive, but what a story to tell. Hey, how'd you get so much money? I got hit by a fucking shopping cart at Walmart and sued him for $3 million. That's a great story. She's going to get something. I mean, her wording at the end of that was interesting for me because it was, I don't know how much I'm going to get, but that's what I'm asking for. She's ready for a settlement. She doesn't, if she has to, she's ready for a settlement. You could tell by the way she talks. She's like, I know I might not get a $3 million. That's what I'm asking for, but I'm going to get money. For yeah, sure. She knows like, she'll she get will. paid. Yeah, absolutely. If there's truth, I mean, if there's truth to it, witnesses, maybe video, and there is a lot of surveillance around most Walmarts, I would assume, then, yeah, chances are she's going to get paid. She's repping herself, though. Hey, listen, hon, I, I'm just going to go out there. I mean, oh. n- not all lawyers are the same, but most in the personal injury category. Call Diamond and Diamond. Call Sandra Ziskind at Diamond Honestly. and Diamond. Or call Isaac. And Isaac's uh-huh. another great attorney over there. Uh, Jeremy will meet with you, and, and they'll get you a decent amount of money for your trouble of getting smoked by a card at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, let's go to Florida while we're talking about America. Uh-oh. It's Florida. It's a new law. <laughs> oh, okay. Cat. Every time I turn on the news, I think I hear something that makes me want to go to Florida. Lately, it just seems like they're hitting home run after home run in the common sense area. Hmm. And, and here's another example of the type of reform that they're proposing in Florida. No limit on the amount of wine that you can buy. Uh, Listen to this. <laughs> if you purchase or import into the state of Florida a larger than one gallon uh, bottle of wine, it's a... Uh, a misdemeanor in the first go around if you get caught the second time it is a third degree felony so punishable by fines and possibly jail time to buy a bottle of wine so we think that's kind of ridiculous people have better things to do with their time and certainly our men and women in, in blue have a lot better things to do with their time so i think we uh, should just repeal this bad law and allow people to buy a very large bottles of wine that is florida state representative chip lamarca he thinks it's ridiculous that you can't import more than a gallon of wine if you want to buy more than a gallon of one bottle of wine, you should be allowed to. It's illegal or previously was illegal. Yeah, there's so many different tariffs that are like interstate. Inter- Even us, if technically, we all know that our laws are just a joke. So if we want to import wine from Alberta or from BC, we can find ways to do it. We figured it out. But technically, we're supposed to be paying tariffs on that. And it's ridiculous. The same applies in different states in America. And if you're bringing... I don't know, more than a certain quantity from one place to another, then technically you're committing a crime because they want you to buy what they want you to buy. And it's kind of ridiculous that there's any restrictions on any of this. But down there, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's like a misdemeanor. If wow. You, and where do you get a bottle of wine that's more than a gallon? Yeah. What the? What? <laughs> where was that made? Costco. Those are the Costco ones. Costco there does sell wine. They and I, do. I'm and, gonna and tell liquor, you something. And liquor in like those massive bottles, like bigger than the ones that we get at the LCBO. The selection at Costco in America is better than the LCBO in Ontario. And that's part of the reason that I'm on team let's sell off the LCBO because mm-hmm. they've they've done screwed the whole thing up and we don't have nearly the selection even that other provinces have. If you go to the private liquor retailers in BC or Alberta, there's wines you've never heard of if you only shop at the LCBO. But speaking of alcohol, I think people are now, because a lot of the, the key social media accounts that are the Toronto or Ontario-centric ones are picking mm-hmm. up on it. So people are starting to become aware. We have a massive new tax on alcohol coming across Canada starting on April the 1st. We have an elevator tax, tax, <laughs> elevator tax or escalator tax, and it's tied to the rate of inflation. Well, as we've all heard for the uh. last year, inflation is way up. So they're going to raise booze taxes by 6%. And it's not even like Parliament voted on this. They just tied it to the rate of inflation a couple of years ago. So that means every year we're going to keep paying more because inflation is going to go up a little bit every year. This year it went up a lot. So it's a 6% tax increase. But they say that's going to translate into more than 6% because manufacturers will likely pass on some of the tax they pay to us. So as an example, figure a 10% tax increase on a 12-pack of beer. So, what, that's an extra $3.60? Yeah, that adds up. Absolutely. 
I don't know how they think people can afford that. I mean, that, that seems kind of ridiculous to me. Who thinks that people have just got endless amounts of money? And, and one of the ways that some of the people try and justify it is, well, good. We'll raise the price and then less people will drink alcohol because we have a big alcohol problem. I don't think that's how it works. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that we're supposed to be making things yeah. a little more barrier-free and making it okay if you have a problem to come forward. I don't think taxing it extra is going to make people drink less. It's just going to make them more poor and faster. So there's a lot of organized ad campaigns out there. Maybe you've heard Bob and fucking Doug McKenzie out there doing <laughs> their, oh, the hosers in the taxes, eh? That's never been my thing. I always thought it was like a cartoonish portrayal of Canadians, but they've got them on board trying to get the tax hike taken off. Hmm. Here's an interesting opportunity for the feds to say, you know what? We do understand that people are struggling because of the interest rates and because of inflation and we can't control the grocery stores or anything. We can control liquor and we can control our taxes. So the carbon tax will keep, but the liquor tax will get rid of. That, I thought, might be a compromise, but there's no sign that they're going to back down at all. Wow. Just I, what we all need. An extra liquor tax. Yeah, because you know that if that get, gets put on, it's not going to get taken off. No, 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 you no. Know no. What it'll I never mean? get like, taken this, off. That's the thing. is, It's not like, oh, guys, it's okay. It's temporary, just like inflation could be. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. At all. It makes you more, more likely, though, to, hey, summertime, if you're like a fan of whatever, go to those breweries, those distilleries, and buy from the source, would that help you? Would that save you money buying it from there, or no? I I just want to go into a liquor store and buy what I want to buy. Yeah. I don't want to have to drive anywhere extra. That's what I mean. They're I don't gonna... want to get raped on taxes. I don't want to get gouged. Yeah. I just want to have a normal life again, and it just seems like every time I turn around, more people want more money. One of the most tone-deaf things I've ever seen was all the cities around us raising their taxes, a, an insane amount, mm -hmm. and and They'll all take a victory lap, right? It doesn't matter if you're talking to the mayor of Toronto, Hamilton, whomever. They'll say, oh, but it was under the rate of inflation. Inflation was artificially high this year anyway. Don't brag about that, you asshole. Tell me you kept it at last year's rate of inflation or the year before's rate of inflation, and then I'll be happy. But nobody seems to care. It's almost like they think that their money grab is more important than all the other money yeah. grabs. And we're just getting to the start of it. I mean, the carbon tax is going up in the next month. We've got the alcohol taxes going up, interest rates. Now they're saying again, because apparently, apparently, the economy is red hot. This is what Tiff Macklem says. They may cancel their pause on interest rate hikes and do another one in March. In March? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was thinking that might be the case, too. Come I mean, on. I, I didn't believe him when he said in December we're at the end of the cycle. I did not believe him in January when he said we're at the end of the cycle. I thought maybe March he might actually take the advice of most common sense economists, but doesn't look like he's going to. I had a great list this morning on our morning shows. It was about uh, travel and places that you actually have to go. Yeah, your recommendations, basically. The places that you saw, you think everybody should be a witness to this place. And that was a, it's a fun conversation because I do feel like, although there are places that are beautiful and nobody can question it, it's also a little subjective, isn't it? Sure. Like these kinds of lists. But when Scott reads you these lists, maybe you've been to these places before, maybe not. But some of them sound good. But what sounds good to one person I know is not really for 
another person. It all depends on your idea of a perfect vacation. Sure. So one of the things that came out of this, and I thought it was really, really crazy because I really connected with it, is almost half of adults today never went on a vacation when they were a kid. And that's weird because I realized I never went on a vacation. When it was March break, I was like, what are we doing, mom? And she'd say, we're going to the lion safari. We're going to the zoo, not we're going to Florida. We're going to California. You know what's interesting about those numbers when you say 50%? So you feel like you're glad that there's that many more people like you, right? Yeah, I because, thought we were just poor growing up. And here's the thing. Which we were. But that's the th- here's the thing that's interesting because as you say that, I mean, I'm similar to you. I never went on a plane when I was a kid. But what we need to realize is it's because the people who do the vacationing are loud. They're uh, the one. You know what I'm saying? Like even growing up, like now we have social media, but even growing up, when you were growing up, it was it was an announcement to the class. My parents are taking us to Disney again this year. I'm going to Aruba with the family or Costa Rica or whatever. It was, it's always very, and and good for you, right? Because I mean, yeah, of course, you're going to talk to your friends about your travels. Growing up, that was the case. And now you have social media. So it's like another level of that. So now it's like, we're on vacation as a family. We're doing this. And, and that's great. And hey, how you spend your money or, or how you make that money, that's good for you. You know, spend it as you want to. For vacationing, but it's it's usually because the people are qu- are quieter. It's not like you go out of your way to be like, we're not going on a vacation. <laughs> we're visiting Aunt Betsy and Timmons or something like that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not it, you're not going to be loud about those things. So that's why uh, it is interesting when you hear those numbers. You're thinking that it'd be higher. It's just because those who are loud are loud. Right? Understandably. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I did really, as a dad, try hard to make sure that I took my kids away every year. And it was weird because that wasn't the way I was raised. I was raised to think, yeah, the Lion Safari, that's your vacation. Or, hey, you're going to spend the weekend with your grandparents. Happy vacation. Happy March break. Yeah. But I always took them to Disney or a couple of times we would do a road trip, uh, just different places, New York, Washington, things like that. But, uh, yeah, a, a lot of people did not that are adults now, go on a vacation when they were little, and they ask those people, where do you want to go? What is one place that you've been now that everybody needs to see? And the overwhelming number one response was Vegas. Ah, my spot. My spot. Yeah, Vegas is a good... I know it's not for everybody, though, but people assume it's not, maybe, because maybe you're hearing that, you're like, that's not for me. The cool thing about Vegas is I would always recommend it to people because there's something for everyone there. There really is. You don't have to be a gambler. You don't have to just be a foodie, for example. You don't have to like shows even. You can literally people watch the entire time. You can do it on the cheap. You can go the expensive route. You can gamble if you want. There's great restaurants there. But there truly is something for everyone. Off the strip, you can shoot some guns and go shopping. I mean, it really is like a... Other than for kids, I would never recommend bringing kids there. That's me personally. But um, yeah, it really is like a something for everyone kind of spot. And you can drink for free as long as you're gambling. Correct. And you can also. That saves a little bit of money. You can also grab a drink at a corner store and take a walk with it. And it's not illegal. You know, know. like it's a, it's Disneyland for adults. Why do we have so many rules in Ontario? Why can't we do that shit? We still want to bring that to Niagara Falls. And I still think it's a good plan and we'll work on it. We'll work on the concept. Funny. Remind me, I've got a great story about Niagara Falls from what you need to know this morning. We're going to get to that coming up. Still talking about places that people who never vacationed as a kid have now been to saying, you have to go here probably with your family. Touring the monuments in Washington, D.C., 45%. I did that. 
I don't think a lot of people here in Southern Ontario realize how close Washington is. It's an eight-hour drive. You can do it straight through if you want. You go, and you can go to just about anywhere for free. The Smithsonian, the Capitol, all of it is free once you're there. They don't charge you admission to get in there. Even the Smithsonian Zoo is free. That's very cool. It's awesome. That's aw- that is very good to know. The Grand Canyon, never been there, but it still just seems like a big hole. It's I don't not, know why people go there. It is beautiful. It's be- it's breathtaking. It's because when you're seeing it on like monitors, right? You're seeing it on TV, on the, even on your phone. It's never the same than when you're there, right? Don't you agree? No matter what the trip is, it's never the same than when you see it with your own eyes. And when you're in the middle of the Grand Canyon, I had lunch there in the middle of the Grand Canyon. I did the helicopter thing. I thought the same as you. In fact, it took me five trips to Vegas before I finally did it. And I did it. And I was like, why didn't I do this the first time? It was beautiful. Disney, Florida. Yeah, sure. Disney's another one a lot of people try and make a road trip out of. I, I've never done that 24-hour drive straight. But if you've got the patience and the gas money, go right ahead. <laughs> and the patience and the patience and the patience. Uh-huh. Times Square. Almost one in three say, yeah, you got to go to Times Square. I've never, been, I've never been. New York is highly overrated. Really? Highly. So, it is expensive okay. and obnoxious. It is dirty. It is slow. There's no easy way to get into or out of it, okay. including air, rail, or car. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any real reason that you should go to New York for a vacation. Business, absolutely. If you work there, sure, you should live there. I don't know why anyone would go there for a vacation. That's yeah, that's crazy to me. That's good. To, I mean, that's good to know. I know to each their own. Some people say they love New York. They go back again and again. But I think it does depend on what you're into, right? I, I guess, I get, again, it comes down to what you're into, maybe. Sure. A couple of international destinations. The Greek islands, one in five. I'm going to say just about anywhere in the Mediterranean. Just go and see it, experience it, and enjoy it. The food, the wine, the weather, it's perfect. The Great Pyramid, Giza in Egypt. That, that looks beautiful to me. I love like the history behind that I think would be absolutely fascinating because you only know like surface level stuff unless you go there. And when you go there and you see it with your own eyes and you realize that this was constructed X amount of years ago and everything else, love it. By that the would be, aliens. By the aliens. <laughs> Trip of a lifetime though, that one, right? Like, I mean, that doesn't sound cheap to me. Hey, I'm going to Egypt. <laughs> Decent number of people said swimming with the pigs in the Bahamas. Yeah, I saw, you know, what's funny is I saw that as an option when we went to the, my husband and I went to the Bahamas and I opted for like a, a not a yacht. What is that other one? <laughs> I opted for a boat trip anyway. Like a catamaran? Inste- yes. Thank you. A catamaran trip thing. Instead of swimming with the pigs. My only thought was, I was like, what if I don't, what if they're smelly? What if I don't like, what if it's not as cool as it looks? So I opted for the boat because I thought that looks fun for sure. I'm in. But you're telling me that that's got to be on the list of things to do. I, I've been to the Bahamas five times and never once swam with the pigs. And I've also never had any desire to it. It seems okay. like a weird thing. Now we're taking land creatures and putting them in the water and we're getting mixed in. I think they I'm live- just waiting for one rogue <laughs> shark to think, holy shit, it's like the Mandarin buffet here. <laughs> I think that they're, I think that they live near the beach and that's why, don't they? they yeah, don't, I like, think so. Okay. I hope. I hope they're just like throwing them in the ocean and hope for the best. I'm surprised that not uh, that like Japan didn't make the list. I'm surprised that uh, some of the islands in the South Pacific, like Bora Bora and places like that, didn't make the list. And hardly anywhere in the Caribbean or South America made the list either. Those are all places I'd love to go. Yeah, I, I, I tend to I tend to agree with you that not necessarily like Thailand and stuff. Is that the or is it Japan mostly that's overcrowded and stuff like that? Because I know that that's what I hear the most about people go there. They're like, there's beautiful things to see. 
but it's not like in the photos where it's just you and then this beautiful shot behind you because there's 50 million people all the way around you and you can't take a picture by yourself. So I was like, oh, that's good to know. It's very densely touristy, right? And, so, and, and again, like that for me is it's something I, I don't want to be a part of is anything that's too touristy. I told you I was going to tell you a quick story about Niagara. The mayor of Niagara Falls. I might actually want to talk to this guy because I want to find out what the fuck is going on here. He says his city is now already facing limits accommodating the asylum seekers that are being sent there from Quebec. So we talked last week about Roxham Road, this illegal border crossing. And I still find it very bizarre that we're still pretending like we can't just shut it down. And the only obstacle to shutting it down, it seems, is that, well, if we shut it down, people will cross elsewhere. Be that as it may, there's people could cross elsewhere right now if they wanted to, and they're not. They're going to Roxham Road because we've basically made it known around mm-hmm. the world that if you want to get in, basically no questions asked. We're going to put you up in a hotel. We're going to feed you. We're going to clothe you. We're going to give you spending money. All of it. All of it. For nothing. If you just walk down this dirt road with your luggage, you're good. I, uh, I don't see why we can't close Roxham Road, but... All of these, the politicians are throwing up objections. What I didn't know about Roxham Road, though, and this is according to Jim Diodata, the mayor of Niagara, with a sudden influx of nearly 3,000 migrants in total having been transferred since July, the city's community services are feeling the pressure on their already stretched resources. Tensions have simmered in Quebec over the tens of thousands of asylum seekers that have crossed into Canada on foot at Roxham Road, 55,000 of those migrants have been bussed out of Quebec to towns in Ontario, towns such as Windsor, Cornwall, and Niagara Falls. Hmm. So wait a second here. We know that Quebec is stretched, and I get it. I don't know how anyone could expect Quebec to, they've got a housing crisis there too. Where are they supposed to put thousands of people who showed up unannounced? Yeah. who may be here for three weeks or may be here for three years, depending on how slow their asylum claim goes. I don't blame them for wanting to redistribute them, but what makes you think that Niagara and Windsor have got the infrastructure to house all these yeah. illegal migrants? We bust them from Quebec all the way to Niagara Falls and said, there's the States right over there. You guys, you stay here. We is got that you. what it is? We got you. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a reason they took him to three border cities. Yeah. Cornwall, yeah. Niagara, and Windsor. Yeah. Like, were they hoping that they'd get lost and end up back on the American side? Is this for a quick deportation if their asylum application doesn't go well? I don't know what the end game is here, but I do know that what we're doing is not sustainable, especially for the taxpayers in Niagara Falls. What the fuck are they paying for this? They didn't do it. Niagara Falls is nowhere near Roxham Road in Quebec. Nowhere near it. So I don't know how they've inherited this problem. But we're putting them in hotels. You know those yeah. expensive hotels that we go to? Like the, hey, here's the Falls View Marriott. And here's the Courtyard Marriott with a Falls really? View. We're putting them up in hotels and paying for it. Hopefully not at tourist rates because those tourist rates are high. It's an ongoing problem. They got to figure it out. We got to go, everybody. Uh, it's been long already. I didn't even get a chance to talk about the Waterloo Catholic District School Board. This will just be quick. They've canceled prom. Yeah, why? I- I'm really trying to figure that out, but I know we have a ton of listeners in Waterloo Region. Five Catholic high schools in the region. None of them is going to get a prom. The Waterloo Catholic District School Board canceled prom during COVID. I mean, with hindsight, we didn't need to do that. But at the time, I understand that we thought there was an emergency. 
So they canceled prom during the pandemic. Now the pandemic's over. The public board is bringing back prom. The Catholic board says no. It hasn't been added to our calendar of events for 2023. And I'm wondering why. Is it just because there's so many issues with young people right now and so many crime issues? Because I have a feeling that not doing prom is going to put that issue on steroids. Yep. When they start organizing their own prom, which will likely end up being some sort of a bush party in a park somewhere, or they'll end up on Ezra Street in Waterloo. Not going to be a good look. Look the fuck out. And that is 100% going to be on the board who could have controlled this, who could have sold tickets, who could add names, dates, pictures, the whole nine yards. It could have been controlled. But now they're going to do their own thing and all hell is going to break loose. Silliness. Absolute silliness. I'm still waiting for a reason. The spokesperson for the board did not say specifically why they're not doing it, just that they aren't. So if we get any updates on that, hmm. we'll let you know. And I just don't even, I might, I might take the day off Hopefully after that because the news yeah. is going to be like 15 minutes long. Yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to know as well. So we will absolutely keep you guys up to date. Have a fantastic Monday, everybody. Here's the replay of Missed Connections. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. Missed Connections. Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show. Missed Connections, if you're a new listener, is where we connect people who have had an encounter in the past but can't find each other. So one person told the story online hoping the other person would see it and reach out to them. Now, sometimes it does work out like that. Sometimes it doesn't. Either way, we get them and we love them. Today, it's a couple of women after particular men. A couple? Yeah, each one. There's two misconnections total. First one is called Car Crash Punk Rocker. A couple weeks back, it was late Saturday, early Sunday. You crashed in the back of my ride pretty bad bumper gone it really wasn't your fault I lost my train of thought after just being dumped by my boyfriend a few days before but there you were as I was jamming to Oasis you smashed into me but I was driving too slow you're a tattooed dude wearing black leather with beautiful eyes we laughed and huffed a couple of smokes waiting for the cops to arrive. Can we connect sometime? Outside of insurance purposes, I mean. You seem like just the ticket for me to get over my ex. Oh, dear. <laughs> let, let me see if I understand what's going on here. So we've got a newly dumped woman here. She's jamming out, jamming out to her oasis. Screw that guy. I bet her anyway. And, and, and as great as this is, she's going a little under the limit. Gets rear-ended and really is kind of into the guy that rear-ended her. But she also knows, eh, this was pretty much my fault here. So she turns down the Oasis. She tries to make a room. Why didn't she just shoot her shot when she was right there? They were there. I get that there's paperwork to do, but after the whole, you know, you're getting a pretty expensive ticket and your insurance is going up, then you guys can set a date. Maybe she shouldn't realize in the moment, like, wow, I had bad, bad whiplash. But then once I got, got cleared of any... Brain damage significantly, I thought, hey, you were cute. Maybe we're meant to be. I'm not a cop, but I'm going to suggest that maybe he was following too closely anyway. He's probably at fault here. Yeah, um, it was you, not your fault. Just take that out of there completely. According to the eyes of the law, it most definitely was his Yeah, fault. he rear-ended you, darling. Uh, okay, all right. I... Nonetheless. Nonetheless. Is it unethical? Because you do swap that information. 
Is it unethical to reach out to someone you got into a fender bender with for personal reasons? Or do you have to keep that on the up and up just in case the insurance company or the cops need that info? And you could shoot your shot still. You, terrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> Me, mess from a breakup. Terrible taste in music. By the way, a punk rocker. I assume they talked about. I assume they talked about punk music at some point, even though she was listening to Oasis. So maybe he's the punk rocker. But is he? Is she just assuming because he's got tattoos and leather that he's a punk rocker? Like, imagine he was jamming to Celine behind her. Could have been. He had a Dell <laughs> cranked. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Hello. This next one is called Fly, Woman for Man. You were having breakfast on Wednesday morning. It was around 8.30 or 9. We caught eyes for a moment. I was in the booth at the front window. When you got up to leave, sorry I noticed, but I did. Your zipper was way unzipped. I said, fly. And you knew what I meant. You awkwardly zipped it up and waved a thanks. That's when maybe I should have stopped. I took it too far. I said, only Sasha's special here should be on the menu. That was a dumb thing to say. Yeah. But you're cute. <laughs> I think you're single. I overheard your conversation, and that guy seemed to be your brother. I hope you're straight. Any interest? <laughs> what a only weird way to end that. should be on the menu. <laughs> hey, only sausage around here should be on the menu, pal. Zippy zippy, huh? Okay, so it happens to the best of us every now and again. It, I don't know if it just sort of comes down on its own, but I mean, there's yeah. times where I swore I zipped that back up and it was right <laughs> back down again. So I don't know. Maybe this is a gravital issue of some sort. In any case, I'm amazed that he knew what she meant just by fly. Fly. <laughs> My fly is down. Is there a fly in the air? You want to go somewhere? Like, I don't know what that means. I'm looking fly. Do You're people still yes. say that? I don't know. It's embarrassing. A plane? Too. Is there a plane behind me? <laughs> when that zipper's undone and somebody else calls you out for it, you just have to think, well, I hope I never see you again because yeah. this is way too awkward right? now. You zip it up. You're thankful that you're leaving and not just like going to the bathroom in the middle of your meal. You're like, I'm out of here. I'm never seeing you again. And then they make a comment about sausage. It's awkward for My, everybody involved. Mine starts racing too. Fly. Oh, crap. Did I wear underwear today? Hang on. <laughs> this could be a lot worse than I think. Run, 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 run. <laughs> last, last thing we need is cops arriving to a Sunset Grill location. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that.